Let me tell you all about my family. <laughs> Beetle something. Ah! And the... <laughs> I'll let you keep going. Wait, what's the other one? Um, Sunday Meatball Head. Don't call go. me Meatball Head. Okay, you can overlay that with the masterpiece that I created And then we can just skip that and go straight to the show. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for checking back into Saturday Morning Tuesdays, everybody. I'm your host, Rory. I'm Andy. And I'm Austin. And I have to give you guys a little bit of a disclaimer right up front because there are two very different things about today. Because for, thing the first is our very best friend, Amalia Larson's here on the show. Hi, my loves. <laughs> I'm happy and, to be here. And then the other thing that I got to tell everybody right up off the bat before things get a little bit crazy in here is... All of us have just completed our first uh, our first week of karate classes. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> and we might get a little choppy in the background. We might be just <laughs> chopping, giving giving karate chops to any any old Dick Tom and Dick Tom or Jerry that walks by. <laughs> give you that if he's giving you side eye. That's yeah, right, Rory. Yeah, the now. Karate shop. You guys take uh, you know, Tom or Jerry. Yeah, I'll take Dick Tom because I think he needs <laughs> right, a punch. Yeah. Now, I since I you know uh, f- completed a black belt in Taekwondo uh, many years ago, um, you know, for me the the biggest issue with karate was sort of getting used to a new system and and sort of really adjusting oh, my skill level, God. adjusting my my Shut comprehensive skill up. level to sort of you know try to. So I'm a little <laughs> lost in in how different it is. So I'm kind of trying to. So if you see me sort of looking ineffective and floundering and sort of having a hard time keeping track of my own balance and coordination. It's not because I don't have a black belt in Taekwondo because I totally do. <laughs> I do, yeah. And it's, and it's, it's just that I'm sort of getting used to the new karate, the ways of karate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have the confidence that only one week of karate classes can possibly give you. And I think I can take you on in a fight, Austin, even with all of your taekwondo and I, th- I I think we should do this after the podcast. I think you and me one-on-one. I mean, I came into this with a pretty indomitable spirit, but I can tell that Little Dragons <laughs> is really, is really going to bump that level up. <laughs> She's got the heart of a warrior. And I think if I anime really has taught do. us anything, I, yeah. I, I, put my, I might have to put my money on Amalia. Mm, Sorry, mm-hmm. Rory, was that a... Was that a demerit or... <laughs> no, I said if anime has taught us anything. Not, yeah, I didn't... right. Was that... Uh... Okay. Isn't yeah, that an yeah, anime yeah, demerit? Yeah. No. No, an anime okay. demerit is when Andy yeah. says okay. something uh, uh, <laughs> deliberate, deliberately obtuse. <laughs> acknowledging, that it, acknowledging that it exists is acceptable. Hey, guys, do we need to take this back to the strip mall and talk to Sensei? Is we should, this talk, what, we should, we should bring do? this back to the Sensei because I've had it up to here with your... <laughs> your uh, I, think I, left, I, I think I left my water bottle at the dojo anyway, so I probably uh. should. God, no, we have to do a podcast. This is what we're here to See, do. See, I accidentally, I went back to the, the Taekwondo dojo by accident. Oh, yes. Where I was used to. Yeah, muscle memory will really. And, and everyone bowed yeah. to you when you walked in like a god. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I, I'm i not going to lie, but I did get certification from the Kuki One in Korea. And they do have uh-huh. my certified okay. card uh, okay. that allows me to practice uh, this, this fine art. Um, it's more art than science, you know, is what I like to say. Okay. Uh, we are doing a new thing. This is a totally new thing. Uh, we're back on on a, on a fun little arc, and I need somebody to tell me what the first show we're going to watch today is. 
you guys have checked into week one of what we're calling Cadillacs and Dinosaurs and Gargoyles. <laughs> and it is a rock and roll steamship. And the party goes all night long. <laughs> How is that supposed to tell us what shows we're watching, though? I mean, oh, I sorry. know that's the name of the arc, but what shows are we watching? Well, we're watching okay. one show called Gargoyles. Yeah. Uh-huh. And okay. then show number two is called Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. God oh. bless us, everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and this is not to cash in on the Disney Plus hype, but it's oh, 100%, 100% to cash in on Disney Plus hype. I know when you're enjoying all these great corporate corporate media uh, conglomerate content, enjoying The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Uh, Also, check out the full library of Gargoyles episodes on Disney Plus when you're enjoying that, along with a Hulu membership (laughs) if you want to lump that in as well. But, you know, we're not here for the big corporate men. You know, we're not doing we're not a shill. We're not supporting that. Um, And all the great films, library of films and television um, and original content that's coming out on Disney Plus, they have available for a small price. Honestly, a decent, really good price, I think. But Rory, I do have to thank you because Austin was being a real Governor Sharnhorst. Uh, right oh now. boy, I made a real oh. Sharnhorst to myself today. I'm sorry about that. I got lured in by by Mickey's Mickey's allure. Um, thanks for keeping me honest. Um, you know, should we should we look at our first show? Should we look yeah. at Gargoyles, our first show? Yeah. Let's dojo Let's right gar- in. Let's garg right in. Damn no, it. mine was better. Many ways, uh, in the ways that that say, like uh, many years of studying Taekwondo teaches you that that form, the importance of form, and the importance of, of strength, and 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 uh, you know loyalty to your form, and studying the basics. Uh, you know, we really need to start from the beginning and, and develop a strong foundation. And in much in that way, uh, gargoyles uh, is is similar to that. Um, Let's look at this show, Gargoyles. Is that what, what, a, was what we're What watching. a good landing you stuck just now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in much the way that you need to regain your balance after a flying sidekick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, Gargoyles is a show that we've wanted to do for a long time. This is yes. a show that has had a long, long-standing following. Uh, you know, a uh, 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 critical acclaim, sort of a cult classic that didn't air forever. Um, mm-hmm. And this was a Disney property. This was their first actual animated drama series. Uh, came out in 1994. And I can imagine that this was hot on the heels of both Batman the Animated Series and like Ninja Turtles. And it really, it felt like a really nice um, mashup of those things. Yeah, I wondered um, about that. And it's it's made by staff who worked on both of those shows. Actually. Oh shit! Oh well, that that also makes sense. I mean, yeah, the animation style is obvious uh, from the get go, and um, it, it opens in a similar way as the only other show I can think of that did this was Ninja Turtles, right? With this sort of sort of five part. Yeah. Oh, actually, Ducktales did it too. 
DuckTales yeah, has right. maybe four parts. Yeah. But it's cool. It's a cool way to get your, I mean, get your just, beak wet. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta sometimes just remember that life is like a hurricane. And we start with a lightning storm in this show. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. true. That's good. That's a good one. Um, I'll give it yeah. to you. I don't. I don't need your. I, I don't need your approval, Andy. Uh, no, um, I, I was, I was going to say this. This show. Uh, this show basically created by three people. Two of them were a husband and wife team: Michael Reeves and Bryn Chandler Reeves. Cute. Uh, and then a, a man named Greg Wiseman. And Michael and Bryn were big writers on Batman the Animated Series. And then Greg also did a bunch of things after Gargoyles, but he was like, uh, he developed Young Justice and he was an executive producer on Star Wars Rebels. So they've all had I'm starting to get the impression that these two might be insufferable to work with if you're like, <laughs> you get on Batman and they're like, what if the Joker had a wife? And then they, they do Gargoyles. Like, what if the Gargoyle has a wife? I actually, then, yeah, I actually kind of like And they do that. Star Wars and it's like, what if Obi-Wan Kenobi had a wife? And he's like, we, we get it. What if they got to smooch all the time? <laughs> and I and I would have to draw it. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Oh my god. Um, uh, She's so, wearing the same outfit as Krista from Fern Gully. Yeah. Oh it's damn. Oh damn. Demona like, really it's is. It's like it's like torn on the same body. Yeah, they've got they've got That's some jungle true. sheet going on. <laughs> yeah. With long waving loincloths and tattered <laughs> brassiers. Man, if you guys like loincloths, <laughs> this is the show for you. Exactly. Style icons, these characters. Um, let me read the blurb for episode one, Awakening Part One. And so Awakening, as we mentioned, is kind of this like multi-part cinematic introduction to the show that, that so you know, we're not gonna get a, a real satisfying clo- open close story in this episode. It's gonna kind of you know, leave us hanging because we're gonna we're gonna learn a lot more about the origin of these gargoyles, about these big rocks. Um, <laughs> so for this first episode, uh, here's the blurb: In the year 994, a medieval castle in Scotland is attacked by Vikings, but they are repelled by guards with the help of gargoyles, a race of wind creatures that come to life at night but sleep during the day as stone statues. While the captain of the guards sees them as heroes and defenders of the castle. The princess, Magus, and others feel revulsion towards them. Goliath and his mentor go after the Vikings before they regroup but find out it was a diversion and are caught by daybreak outside the castle. The castle is then attacked by Vikings and is betrayed by the captain of the guards who lets them inside. When Goliath returns the next night, he finds all gargoyles on the wall smashed and the castle was razed. Damn. Damn. Dang it. Damn. And I did... that betrayal is so well set up. I would have talked about it later, but we kind of blew the load on the in the blurb there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. The Magus is so creepy and gross. And then uh, that when the, there's a there's a masked traitor, uh, I had to assume it was him. And then I was I was surprised it was the captain of the guard. Right. Mm-hmm. Generally took generally got pulled one over on me. This this is cool. I mean, this is just a cool vibe. I like. It's been a very long time since I've seen Gargoyles. Yeah. I remember watching it in probably preschool, kindergarten. Um, it's kind of kind of adult for you in kindergarten, Austin. I just look. All I'm saying is I remember having the toys, and I <laughs> yeah. remember really very little about the show. But I had um, I had a Goliath. I remember having a Goliath with um, little stone pieces that you put on the body, and then they can like 
chip away, oh, like crack that's away. Sick. Whoa, I was gonna ask about that. I feel yeah, I remember I remember gargoyles existing when I was a kid. And that is all I remember about it. <laughs> <laughs> like I vaguely remember what some of the characters look like. Yeah. And I don't think I could have mm-hmm. told you a single other thing about it. All I could have right. told you uh, from my recollections of this show, because I know I did watch it, was uh, a couple of their names and definitely that Jonathan Frakes was Xanatos. And I just, <laughs> mm-hmm. I had this, I, I was a real Trek kid. My family's a Trekkie family and like just Will Riker in there just animated to look exactly like Will Riker. We don't even see him this episode, <laughs> but he's such a major piece of this show that like mm-hmm. that like that stuck in my brain for whatever. But I I totally. remembered none of this, like the mm-hmm. actual content of the episode. I do remember playing with other kids on the playground of like, okay, you're Brooklyn and you're uh, <laughs> Bronx and you're uh, you know, Goliath and well, interestingly, Hudson. they they. At the start of the show, only Goliath has a name. They kind of call yeah. that out. Yeah. So we don't even know, know any of these guys' names yet. Yeah, that's right. my thing. Andy was running through some of the names, and I had I had no idea who he was talking about. Because in the first episode, they actively don't have names, except for Goliath. That's like a thing. And I kind of yeah. call bullshit on that. And I know I they too. did that out, out of convenience, because it wouldn't make sense to be named after the boroughs of Brooklyn in 94 I think that's probably AD. fair, yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> But the the bullshit I call is like sure they didn't have names, but like in like nine ninety four Scotland, like all those people love naming shit, you know, like old weird like pagan stuff and runic bullshit. Like they love giving names to everything. I don't I don't yeah. see how like these incredible demonic defenders of the castle. We we picked like two of them that we gave cool names to, and then everyone else is like, ah, who knows? Like well, they it's they kind of use it. They use it for kind of like like two two things right i mean one of them mm-hmm. is obviously like their concept was they wanted to name these these gargoyles after the boroughs of, of new york like that makes sense like or just like features in new york right because you have hudson for the river and all this other stuff but the other thing is that they set up this this moment later on in the episode where there's like some refugees and the kid there's like a little a precocious little kid who tries to go up and talk to them and they they he, the kid finds out they don't have names and he's like how do you tell each other apart we look different but what do you call each other Friend. Power of friendship! (laughs) Which is like, immediately you're like, oh, that's so cool. And then like two seconds later, you're like, that was schmaltzy. Dude, and talking talking about like what is still so poignant and on on, just on fucking point in 2019 was these little, these refugees, like they show up and we don't even see them show up. They're already at the castle. And yeah. then when the Vikings are later later come into raid, they're like, "Oh, Vikings! This is the refugees' fault." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's and it's like, oh, damn, damn, that yeah. one stings a little do. bit. Yeah, let's yes, that one does. stings. Blame the refugee. <laughs> God. Uh, so the the animation in this show uh, is so one hundred percent Disney that I, I I I forgot that part about it too. Is like the way people move, just like conjures images to me of Little Mermaid and Aladdin. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't have the same budget, but it's just the way that the people move and their faces move. Uh, I especially noticed it with uh, the They slurp around. They're like little rivers. Everybody's there like little (laughs) slurp. Yeah, you know how they they slurp around? Yeah. Like, they just slurp around a little. Like rivers do. Like rivers just slurping around. Uh, And in my my, my sort of uh, particularly ungraceful way of transitioning us into the episode um i noticed that animation stuff the most on the on detective maza 
so we we start this episode early, like like the first like minute or two of the episode takes place in modern day New York. Um, and there's like clearly some sort of crazy explosions and happening on top of a skyscraper and like rocks and beams and shit are falling down towards screaming civilians, um, which, you know, I <laughs> whenever I'm watching animated cartoons, I always am like, ooh, this is pre 9-11. Like, yeah. That that sort of like that, that sort of imagery did is not like, even cross yeah. my mind. But yeah, it's yeah, like but like <laughs> Andy makes about that a lot. Like considering, I'm always looking for those towers. No, <laughs> no, it's like I'm, I always think about it when I, because of how many pieces of media had to be changed in and around that moment. Yeah, uh, and yeah. like so many things that got cut out of animation and all sorts of stuff where it's like. Pre 9-11, we always had shows like Sky Surfer Strike Force where like buildings would just fall down and we're just that's just <laughs> another day, right? But like after that, it's like so not a thing. And I mean, like, it's kind of on point. This show is so uh is so sort of like steeped in like faux gothic edginess. Well, I would just say, like, it's just it's just so much fun. It's just it, everybody is just having a great time being as dark and edgy as they can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that was kind of the new memo, you know, that was kind of what was going around, you know, the late 80s kind of brought in this this darker take on comic books and and uh, it was fun. It was kind of this this cool breath of fresh air going around of like, wait, we can be like, yeah, we can be cool. But Gargoyles seemed a little more in on the joke. Like it wasn't it wasn't poking fun at it. It wasn't a parody, but it was so self-indulgent in in every line being. Like between Goliath and his and his wife. Oh my god! It was yeah, just like, just like you said, and you like the exchange with the little kid being like, "Well, what do you call each other, Fred?" Like that, I was so in for all of this, like because they were so sincere. Yeah, and the script yeah. was so like it's self aware, like you said, Rory, like it dripping with yeah. Shakespearean names, with like mm-hmm. uh, biblical well, de- reference, you know. Yeah, I mean, Demona. With, yeah, yeah, Demona. Yeah. But, I didn't know that was her name. Right, we don't have that's so. not her name in the episode. Uh, no, it's but, just not. But yeah, I mean that is her name. Unnamed is, female is, is Demona. Uh, there's several like <laughs> Othello and Macbeth and 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 uh, uh, Midsummer references throughout the run of this show. Actually, next up to the stage, please welcome Demona. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we, we get a brief like like hint at the beginning of like, oh, snap, what's going on in modern times? And then it's like Scotland, 994 A.D. And we spend the rest of the episode back in time a thousand years, um, like yeah. exactly a thousand years. Yeah, I definitely want to go back in and watch this more because I'm super curious to see where the shitstorm in the city ends up. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's it. I mean, this whole first five part is really cool. I, rem- I, I do remember that. Um but yeah, d- the detective is her her initial the the thing that kind of kicks it to the to the theme uh, not theme or theme song but the title card I guess is mm-hmm. uh, scratch marks and solid stone. She's like, what could what could do that? What could cause scratch marks and solid stone? Boo, gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This the whole theme thing comes in like, cool. <laughs> if you guys just want to hire me to do uh, <laughs> to do theme songs from here on God, out, like, yeah, I yeah. am available. Um, <laughs> no, you're you're right, Austin. That it does start with her not uh, knowing where these scratch marks came from uh, and what could be strong enough to scratch directly into stone. Um, but let's not forget that before she rushes into the middle of the scene. Um, she tells the rest of her team to get back um, and then mutters under her breath. <sighs> Wind up street pizza. 
Street pizza. You fucking street pizza. (laughs) That's how everybody talks in New York. Yeah. What's the matter with you, you, street pizza? Think of these rocks are going to smash you to the ground like pizza. (laughs) (laughs) That's our thing. (laughs) Street pizza. (laughs) Uh, I just got really excited about it. I love it. I'm ready to really enjoy that character, too. I think. uh, Yeah. yeah, Detective Maza. I want to see more of Detective Eliza Maza. Yeah, and so in Scotland in 994, we sort of we, we get used to this this status quo that they have going where there's like a, a Scottish princess or whatever who lives in this castle and uh they've got a whole bunch of guards that protect the castle and yet they also really love having the help of these gargoyles which they are fully aware of and they're like besties with while the guards are. Um and the gargoyles are stoned during the day and they wake up at night and uh we see like the the action that we join them in is they're getting attacked by Vikings and they're like kind of holding their own but then as soon as the sun sets the gargoyles burst out and it is just a new ball game they are yeah. so strong and so very cool um, I like the uh the day night partnership that's going it's on it's fun this uh yeah. like all right well the guards can do their job during the day and they save the gargoyles because they're super vulnerable during the day and then nighttime. Yep. You know, they get to fuck shit up. <laughs> yeah. Gargoyles um, just wreck shit. Night guards. Yeah. And that's that's <laughs> fun. And it's it's fun to to feel like they're, you know, the as we see the the captain of the guard who I don't know if we get a name for that. We do not for that guy. Um he's just you know, he has this respect for the gargoyles and they have this mutual respect and, and fight back to back in the night and it's cool. It's cool to learn rules. I like it, I like having strong rules. It's cool to learn rules. <laughs> it's rules like make the, the game ca- fun, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the castle is your teeth and the gargoyles are your night guard. <laughs> yeah. Well, Malia, it's been really fun having you with us today. <laughs> I'm going to start my own podcast. It's going to be called Saturday Morning Tuesdays. <laughs> um something that i really liked about uh this world that we were in was the um the broad span of dialect work that was going on among the voice actors because Uh some of them were like you know kind of convincingly like fake actor scottish and some of them were like like more british some of them were straight up pirates uh some of them like there's like across the board everybody had like a pretty a different spin there's a strong yiddish character you know? there is yeah you know yeah. It's, mom, it's that funny. mom yeah oh, wait and am i remembering this wrong or did the little refugee kid just speak with a plain unaccented yeah he was english, pretty plain like just yeah. <laughs> non-regional english dialect yeah american dialect. uh and then and then not only that the viking commander uh hakon uh hakon is uh is voiced very obviously by clancy brown who's like lex luthor and all the superman cartoons oh shit and a bunch of other stuff but like he's doing no accent so like in a world where the <laughs> scotsmen are all like what what are you doing and then like the viking commander shows up and Oh, I'm just Clancy Brown. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, the American is here. It's almost too bad they 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 named it specifically a castle in Scotland, just because otherwise mm-hmm. it could be this sort of generic, you know, anywhere Europe. 
Anything yeah, they didn't. Year. Yeah, they didn't really. We kind of get to... that milieu of being able to pull from all kinds of European folklore as needed for the show, but now right. it's like yeah. it's Scotland, and then all the accents are Garbo. <laughs> I think it's a poor choice. <laughs> yeah, you guys. My great great grandpa's name was Hawken. Really? Yeah, really? Hawken Hawk Stoley. Is that him? Yeah. In the show? Did I not mention <laughs> Damn, this? Jesus. I'm a cartoon. This yeah. is, this, I'm uh, one-eighth cartoon. <laughs> I mean, okay. If we've if we've met and you haven't realized that My I'm at least one-eighth cartoon, <laughs> like, I leave that to you. But um yeah, no, uh I I yeah, no, Gargoyles is a biopic about my family. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, one thing that's also worth mentioning is is Hakon comes up to the Goliath, the stone version of Goliath, and he's not afraid of and he, of these gargoyles, even though they've been warned about it. And he's gonna go like start bashing it, bashing it with a sword. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he turns, uh, he cracks and turns into to a real flesh and blood uh, gargoyle, and specifically emphasis on blood. Because the sword oh, yeah. hits his hand and he, Goliath catches the sword in his hand. We see some blood. Yeah. We see blood I mean, yeah. dripping. Yeah, right away they show us people bleed in this show. Yeah, right. there's like some there's some body horror in Gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, I was surprised by that. Though they are still like Disney wants to show us blood, but they're still afraid of saying the word dead or die. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because at one point, like I feel like I feel like there I can't remember exactly when it is, but nobody says that word and you feel like that would come up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't he say that when he realized that when he realized that Goliath could bleed, didn't he yell down to the troops something about Fight men, they are not invincible. Ah! Well and and we'll see later Calax and Dinosaurs deals with that too in a weird way of like talking about needing to be terminated, but for oh, some yes. reason <laughs> can't say, you know, I just want can't you to die. Yeah. <laughs> oh Cadillacs. Uh so so the, they they rebuff the uh the Vikings and everybody's happy obviously except the Vikings. Um and we kind of so <laughs> <laughs> we we sad. Uh I'm so very sad. And then they uh they go to a, a feast. So there's a feast that's being thrown after everything sort of settles down. Uh and it's like the the princess and like these sort of soft men and women. You know, with the with the soft. Yeah, they're very skin. they're very yes. fey and the elfin. Court. They've got elfin features. The, the yeah. soft folk. Yeah. The softest the, folk in the, the castle folk. are all eating beautiful meat and uh and the captain of the guard is there, but he's kind of grumpy and uh and they try and give him like full credit. They're like like, oh, yes, thank you so much. And he's he's like, the credit is not mine to take, your highness. Without Goliath and his gargoyles, our defense would have proven useless. And the, the princess is like, <laughs> I ew, you. ew, gargoyles, oh, don't even say that. They're too spooky, oh, I can't even. <laughs> ew. <laughs> I don't like how they turned a stone and back all the time. It They're so makes... gross. <laughs> If Don't even say that off. word around me. Call them the G people or something. Oh my God. <laughs> More like gag oils. Oh. <laughs> it's so so it's like we, we, we get we get a really clear look at exactly what the, the other main theme of this show is gonna be, which is sort of in a, in an X-Men vein. It's it's a you know, it's a prejudice. Mm-hmm. Other kind of otherism, show. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um which and you know, I, I I'm always down for, but um, And I bought I bought this. I mean I bought that, you know, obviously. Obviously, it, it seems weird after like they're clearly the heroes and they're saving the day, but they all are also monstrous. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, I mean, had, if this if this scene had happened before they definitely saved the day for real, 
it would have yeah. made a little bit more sense. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's but I still bought that a lot of people are superstitious in are this still time. yucked and out by those by those nasty stone boys. Uh-huh. The G people. Yeah. The G people. Yeah. The G people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's funny. So they they uh, so the captain has asked the uh, uh, Goliath and his second in command, the woman who we sort of know to be Demona. Uh, but they they show up in the middle of the feast, and everyone just freaks out. And there's this really uncomfortable interaction, um, and they're essentially asked to leave. And Goliath, like, really like his whole character seems to be about like just non not maybe not nonviolence, but like he he has. Totally Patience. internalized. He turns like, the other cheek. He's yeah. he's uh, he suffers. He's uh, if I'm gonna get my English out of one points today, he's a he's oh. a bit of a Byronic Ooh. hero. Um. Also, uh, Goliath in this scene. One of my favorite design choices is how their oh the cape wings their wings fold up and become cloaks. Um, yeah, very yeah. cool way, and the like wing and talons are like a little hands. brooch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really um, cool decision. Something I loved in this was their the music. Like yeah. it was so the music is like symphonic and it's dum, super. It's like dum, super dum, cinematic. Dum. Yeah, and it's like it, Phantom like, of the Opera. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. And it's like really, it like uses all the like majors and minors to its advantage. And like, it's oh, got like, all the majors and, and the horns minors. Horns and strings, <laughs> horns and strings and whatnot. Whatever. I'm trying to pass concert attendance for the one. I like how Actually, it had that major was, and That minor. was class 099 and it was pass fail in college. That seems like a cheap course. I passed. Yeah. Um, uh, Okay, so that whole thing plays out. We 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 haven't mentioned yet. There are there is a cast of of other gargoyles that largely at the moment are there for comic relief. Um, and we like we mentioned as well, they have no names, so it's hard to talk about them. But you know, there's a small sassy one. There's a big one that likes to eat a lot because every cartoon needs a big guy who likes to eat. Um, I love food. A, That's my character. And of course, <laughs> it's, it's food I like. Uh, it's voiced by Bill Fagerbach, who's Patrick Star. Patrick Star, <laughs> you know, like well, it, it it comes from this tradition of kids shows where you get a, a large-ish cast and and really make every character like try to be the one that some kid's gonna super hard identify with. You know, <laughs> like you right. kind, of, kind of cast a broad net and be like, because there's also the toy. Like we want to sell this. We want the kid to buy into the funny guy toy or the strong guy toy or whichever mm-hmm. whichever kind of guy they want to be. Let's make sure there's a guy like that that's a gargoyle for them. <laughs> let's just so, make sure that this is all for guys though, because yeah. we'll leave we'll leave the girl shows to those other studios. <laughs> what are we gonna do? They make- can those are, those are for soft folk. <laughs> soft folk. <laughs> Actually, Molly, that, that brings up an interesting point that I wanted to mention because I watching this show, I didn't get an overt like hyper masculinity to it no i remember as a kid girls mostly bounced off of it and it was the it was those little tiny boy dicks that got super hard about gargoyle (laughs) i'm just like hard as stone um you're right no you're right because i i do remember gargoyles like existing like i said but um it was definitely a boy show like for as much you're right like watching it now it doesn't 
come across as it like, doesn't come across that way <laughs> it but, doesn't come across as like aggressively like but i i guess it's waggly. kind of in the dna they're still doing that thing where there's only one lady gargoyle and she's clearly right. like a lady gargoyle she's svelte mm-hmm. and sexy yeah she yeah. is <laughs> yeah. um when she came on screen the note that i made was vampire lady gargoyle synth pan pipes means she probably knows secrets of the earth <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happens in the rest of the series, but based on the yeah. synth pan pipes when her character is being introduced. I honestly didn't remember right away. Like, she's got really stereotypical villain design, kind of. Yeah, so it, yeah was she does. Pretty, mm-hmm. it was pretty cool to see her be one of the bros. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be on the also, team. it's Marina Sirtis. It's uh, Deanna yes. Troy also. Yes. So love that. She looks a little bit like Catra in the new she mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, there is there is a lot over the course of this show. They got an absurd amount of Star Trek actors in <laughs> as guest stars. So many. They, uh, I'm just gonna list them. They're very. It's not like a ton, but it's Marina Sirtis and Jonathan Frakes in the main cast, and then they got Michael Dorn, Kate Mulgrew, Nichelle Nichols, Brent Spiner, Avery Brooks, Cole Meany, and Lavar Burton on in other various roles. Uh, which I'm good because like rep Benjamin Sisko, the best captain. Uh, he's my favorite. But it's just weird. Like, what a weird thing to do, like, to just pick Star Trek and be like, we're going to get all them on our Gargoyle cartoon. <laughs> hey, yeah. Andy. What? I just want to say I'm really happy that you got to have this moment. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. And I I'm, think I'm it I want to say that I'm really, yeah. I'm really happy that you made me feel as small as a pebble. <laughs> but hard as a rock it was a pebble because because uh, gargoyles are made of stones we're talking about gargoyles you really set his phaser to stun <laughs> <laughs> anyway hi everyone my name's Amalia and I'm hosting today's episode of Saturday Morning Tuesdays I'm so glad you're here to join us we're talking about the show gargoyles I wish I could do a better Rory impression, but I really can't. It's not bad. <laughs> I don't have nearly enough beard to be any of the three. Of my, here's my here's my impression of Rory. Yeah, you know we're doing we're doing we're we're uh you know what we're doing is we're here. This is getting to do, dangerously you know, close. You know what we're doing here. <laughs> hey hey everyone. I, I know we're kidding around. I know we're taking a little break, but let's uh bring some of that dojo respect back oh, to so the right. rest of our lives. You're, you're right. You're right. You know, we want to we want to earn we want to we want to earn that gi week yeah. after week. We weren't respecting the gi in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry sensei. So, oh. uh let's so. let's really quickly let's really quickly talk about the 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 back major thing that happens. There's a big betrayal yeah. that occurs. Right. Wait. Can I say one more thing first? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I know you said who's who voices Goliath. What's yes, uh, it's Keith David. I didn't say it actually. Oh, okay. He has like the sexiest Barry White ASMR voice. Yes. Oh, when yeah. he's it's, when he's uh, sending what Demona? You said? Yeah, Demona. when he's sending Demona off on her way, and he's like, "Remember, you and I are one, now and forever." Like <laughs> that whole, oh my god! And he's like, got her by what the yeah, waist? Yeah, like he's well, like, his, his, his like, huge <laughs> hands are like enveloping her shoulders, oh my god, and it's yeah. like, I don't know, like, like in- my loins quivered. Yeah, like, an actor could have really like butchered that. You oh know? my god! Yeah, I imagine they're both a little switchy, but I'd watch either way. Um, <laughs> but no, his voice, yeah. like, that, and also like he's, he, it's like the actor 
was softer and like closer to the mic oh, yeah. levels were higher. And so it was just very like, that's so good. Like and then I amazing. have to draw them kissing. Oh, darn. Darn it. <laughs> darn it. And I just I just saw Keith David on, on the big screen because they showed the thing at the Cinerama, which I mentioned, I think, last week. And uh, and he's a major character in the thing. And it's he's so, oh, my God, I love Keith David. We could talk about that for a long time, but Rory would explain. Well, let's not, well, though. Well, yeah. Andy, Andy, could, could we talk about that for a long time? Yeah, or, we can okay, talk about right, that. Cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a big betrayal, and I want Austin big to betrayal. talk about it. Go for it. Um, well, so the betrayal part kind of confused me because we we see um, this sort of elfin sorcerer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they really played this... up like it's got to be the elf because he also wears the same color cloak as the elf boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like a real a real Lucius Malfoy, uh, <laughs> uh, who who's like the court. And magister. I laughed at a Harry Potter joke. This week's is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but but so he sets off grumbling about gargoyles and (laughs) and Mm -hmm. and i i feel i'm pretty sure i saw him talking to hakon is that not right did i not see that he is talking to hakon and um and so it's just your brain it's like you know you see him go and then somebody's talking to hakon it's a little yeah, bit the, of an the, person, the, the person under the person under the under the, the oh because he's in a cloak but you see the you see the magister like wearing a cloak and leaving he wears right. the exact same color yeah, yeah. cloak as the magus yeah, yeah but it's it's right. the captain of the guard the whole time who leaves the, it's a little the, bit of a bait and switch right. there who's a us, who's the a audience. fucking the guy is a refrigerator of a man i don't know how we would make that mistake between uh-huh. the sure. slender the slender elf and the and the walking dump truck but uh, right that's what, <laughs> That's why I'm kind of calling bullshit on it because it looked very much like it was it was this this magus, and it looks like a like a like a little bonsai tree and not a strong <laughs> oak. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, uh, so that part really kind of shook me when the the final turn comes because, um, oh, I'll get I'll get there. So we'll sort of walk through what happens after that, so we don't have to backtrack. But but uh. The there's a dust up with these refugees we talked about before, where the ancillary gargoyles are uh, called monsters by a mother who they're kind of like talking to the kid, and then she gets mad and it's like, <laughs> no, you're just monsters, and they're like, that oh well, my- I guess if we're monsters, then we'll be <laughs> monsters. That was my favorite uh, like butchered dialect moment mm. in the whole scene because <laughs> like. After the like, when are you calling each other friend? Like after that moment, the line that she says is, "Keep away from him, you beast." Yeah. <laughs> she's, got, she's got some strong mom beast. energy. It was yeah, but it was it was it was you clearly beast. beast. Yeah. You're such a beast. <laughs> you beast. Go to the rookery. Oh, when yeah. they get sent to the get thee get thee to a rookery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so embarrassed we've been sent to a rookery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a gargoyle's worst nightmare. Um, <laughs> that hadn't occurred to me. There's a line about they're embarrassed about being sent to the rookery, like hatchlings. Where babies yeah. come means, from, but it's full but, of gargoyle eggs down there. And they I don't know, really but I just mean that means that gargoyles lay eggs. Yep. Yeah, think about that. They think fun. about Demona <laughs> laying a big clutch of, of eggs, <laughs> a bristling clutch. <laughs> But yeah, um, Gar- uh, Goliath comes back and he gets really mad that the that the other gargoyles were about to maybe attack humans, and he essentially sends them all to their rooms, uh, to the rookery. 
which is why they're not out and about when the Vikings come later and uh, sack the castle. They're like down in the rookery thinking nothing, none the wiser, you know? They're grounded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Goliath so... and his like uncle, <laughs> no, he's yeah. like his, his older mentor, <laughs> yeah. but Uncle that's Gargoyle. Like, that's like Gargoyle Claws. <laughs> My yeah. Uncle Gargoyle. <laughs> you know, Uncle Gargoyle. Um, they fly off to like track the movements of. of uh, they go up to go these... spook up. The, yeah. These Vikings, yeah, and it turns out they, they, they can avoid bloodshed by going out and being super scary, which is, I thought was pretty mm-hmm. cool, actually. I thought that was like, Agreed. yeah, mm-hmm. strategically yeah. interesting and also a cool way to, I don't know, just subvert expectations a little bit. Mm-hmm. Totally. totally, yeah, totally. And their expectations are subverted because it's only yeah. like two guys leading a whole with pack a bunch of horses. horses. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. So they've been led <laughs> off away from the castle, and then it's almost dawn, and so by the time they realize that, they're you know, frozen into stone uh, before uh, they can get back to the castle in time. So again, it's those rules that I love so much. I yeah. do love the rules. It, 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 it's And it's always fun with Goliath when we see him turning to stone. I guess probably all the gargoyles to a lesser extent, but they're not as edgy as he is. Yeah. Uh, having, to, yeah. having to strike his pose as he's yeah. turning to stone. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I was concerned when they were going from stone into living gargoyles because they really... There's a lot that crumbles away. Yeah. And I was concerned for the loss of mass. Loss they're just going to get smaller. And how they like might, a, like how they might make that up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Matro- exactly. good gargoyles. Like I, I do was. They, do they become all stone um, in the morning and then throughout the day, their inner core sort of thaws out a little Softens. bit until. Yeah. yeah, yeah like until they become like nougaty. Yeah. They have tectonic plates. Well, okay, Austin, you had the toy, and you said they there was stuff that crumbled you had to put away the rocks from them. On them. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. In that case, it's and just a surface level. There, you know, it's like dead skin cells. You know, <laughs> they're kind of exfoliating, basically. Yeah, uh, when they crack out of their their shell. The, the the end of this episode, of course, is that uh, we find out the captain of the guard has betrayed everyone because he's pissed at how little recognition the guards and the gargoyles are getting. Don't like from... my stone friends. <laughs> You should all die. Yeah, he yeah. becomes a re- he becomes a real Sneevely when uh, when just after betraying everybody for the sake of getting his, his stone best friends a little cred, <laughs> uh, the Vikings gonna smash them all, and uh, the captain of the guard has no has no fucking stones about. Uh, you know, yeah. not, he yeah, he doesn't fight on their behalf at all. No, he's a he's a cowardly little cuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, a real beta soy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, I, oh, that turns boy. me into stone. I yeah. cannot do this. Um, yeah. Goliath gets back and, and sees, you know, because they, they start smashing gargoyles. We we can't exactly tell who has has gotten, gotten Nobody smashed. we've met on screen. Right. Assume, yeah, we assume that there are just other gargoyles that are, aren't. It's again, it's a little bit cool. of a... I, uh, I would say a cheat because he was standing in front of one of our title characters or title yeah, gargoyle. It looked like, yeah, he looked like one of the guys we'd seen who had, and, who was now in the rookery. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm calling a little bit, of, a little bit of a, uh, of a, of a, a little bullshit. Mo- little bullshit. A little bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we, it also would have been super rough though if we'd spent the whole episode kind of getting to know and love like Lil John Gargoyle, <laughs> oh, and so then true. they kill him in the first episode of this Disney cartoon. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. we saw blood, so well, we did. You know, well, maybe. and our assumption is that that has happened to Demona. Um, yeah, presumably. He lets, out, he lets uh, out a howl. Yeah. Right. Right. And and you never see her. I'm just so there for. 
Zara has yeah. a yeah, like howling, a, like a howling a, monster a, man. Oh, you smashed my lady, Howell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the the and not the, the good kind of smash. And not not the way I like to smash. <laughs> I was just gonna leave that hanging, but you boys go ahead. <laughs> we went <laughs> there. Hey, Austin. Yeah, Rory. Yeah. So this week we are brought. Uh, we we've been brought in to to uh, tell everybody about. One of those brand new products coming coming hot off the presses into the into the American marketplace. So yeah, maybe yeah. you could do everybody a solid and tell everybody about most toasters. <laughs> um, so most toasters is uh, the newest in a new line of essentially like quantum merchandising. So you know we've come a really long way with technology, and we've been doing that. You know that really great tube that's running under like Brussels or something that does all the quantum collisions. Um, oh, the good the- tube. The yeah, yeah, the quantum collider. collisions yeah. tube under Brussels. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. And so uh, they've been doing that and they've come up with a bunch of cool quantum technology that can be used in, in real life and in, in everyday effect. And they they're starting easy, you know, before they go into like, you know, fancy like machines that make you live or die. Uh, they're going like <laughs> low, low stakes. And so they're working on toasters. So they've created most toasters, which infuses quantum particles into your average toaster that makes it sort of a void of infinity. And that way Mm. you can put your toast in and then sort of activate the quantum tunneling. And that way you will see a bunch of different realities where you have or haven't fucked up the toast and made it too, (laughs) too brown or not brown enough or just right. So you can kind of select most of the toast, right? You see most of the toast. So you're getting all these different toasters doing different functionality and, and different, you know, universes where you've, you've done a good job making the toast. So um, that's that's a really cool thing. Uh, it's uh, some considerations they're still working out, some some sort of worries that, um, you know, you might cause some sort of weird butterfly effect or if you reach out and take the toast from a different dimension that, you know, what, is, what will that dimension take from you? Are you, know, you, are will you it, robbing will it exactly the good a horrible toast price? from the other version of you that actually put in the work for the toast? You are, yeah. Um... And, and that's kind of why they're starting out small uh, with this test to see kind of what kind of ripple effects it might have. But right Let's now see what it's happens just with toast, toast, right? Because it's like <laughs> you start the day without your toast. It's like not the worst thing, you know? So yeah. uh, wouldn't one see... of those timelines be the worst thing? Shit. Well, see, this is why this is this is why we got to test this out. So that's a great consideration. I will tell that back to the boys in Brussels, um, and uh, and we'll find out what sort of horrible uh, repercussions that might or might not have. Um, but for now, enjoy your toast with most toast and the most toaster. In the 26th century, mankind faces an epic struggle for survival. The forces of nature have spun wildly out of control. Mighty cities have crumbled, and the dinosaurs have returned to reclaim the Earth. Okay, we're back, and it is uh, it is sort of like our, our final like tournament. Like I guess the Karate Dojo decided we needed a tournament to finally settle all of our differences one by one. And uh, and now we'll, we'll we'll you know at the end of this podcast we're gonna know exactly who's the best karate, and yeah, I think I I yeah we're gonna know who the best karate <laughs> is, which is clearly me. 
Oof. Yeah, I mean, I'm, she's I'm, a front runner for sure. I'm clearly the best karate. <laughs> I have the biggest karate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Just open your eyes, Sensei. I've got the biggest. Um, so this next <laughs> notice show... me, Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. This next episode, uh, this next show, uh, is called Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. It's so good. And it's actually, I, I, I do have to say this before we start. Molly and I were talking yeah. before we before yeah. we even got on this call. Uh, I expected, I think we all expected to do this arc and to be like, okay, we'll do Gargoyles, which we know is really good. And we'll pair it with something that we're pretty sure is trash. Oh, my God. And this show is good. <laughs> I know. I Holy shit. It. Start to finish. I fucking <laughs> loved Incredible. Caddies and Dinos. I was so into Absolutely it. Absolutely floored. It's just like a scary old lady and then also Mad Max and like also dinosaurs. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. fucking rad. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, and I, I I'm gonna start a thing uh for for our arc. We gotta start this so that we can keep track of it. Uh our running Quahoon count is five. <laughs> Which okay, is wait, so I have a question points. about Quahoon. Yeah. I think it's I think um, it's the F bomb in this world. Okay, yeah, so so there is that, but isn't there also like a bad guy named Quahoon? No, I am I totally Hammer making Tarly. that up? I think I think you were just confused by them just inventing a new word and saying it like it was I, a word already. So, so I was there also are, turned around a little bit at the beginning. At least three things have an un uh, suffix ending. There is yeah. wasun, quahun, and tarhun. Two, three. That's true. <laughs> yeah, three and, things. And the the name of the city where they live is the city in the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which I love. But also, yeah, I just think it's, it, it's a great it's a great rejection of like some kind of crazy fantasy name like Quahoon and Calhoun and yeah, yeah. All and that the city in the city. And the, the dinosaur in question that we're dealing with in this episode is the Shivit. Yeah, the Shivit. Shivit. Which they is do a great a job like not overplaying the hand with the dinosaurs. Why don't mm-hmm. you take your Cadillac and shiv it? <laughs> what do you call this thing? What, this? It's a Cadillac. <laughs> okay, so this, this show, uh, I'll read the synopsis in a second, but our, our, the, the, the basic understanding that you need to have of this show is that it seems like it's in the past, but it's not. At the at, uh, Through no. some strange quirk of evolution, mm-hmm. it's the it's some sort of bizarre future post-apocalypse, and dinosaurs like It's like a like, fallout re-evolve. future where these people have come out of some sort of vault. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were all in these shelters, and then somehow the dinosaurs came back, and I don't know where they've been the whole time, but they're back. Right. It's like the movie no, Weird that's Back. Unclear. I'm going to be honest. I'm not too concerned about why they're back. I'm just happy they are. <laughs> I'd rather they're there. Just and and there's all here. this sort of weird, like I said, like, sort of like Mad Maxi new religion, where mm-hmm. our main character, what's his name? Jack Tenrack. Jack Tenrack. Jack Tenrack is, one, is like the last Jesus of these people known as the old mechanics. Yeah. The old blood, the, the old the blood, 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 mechanics. blood mechanics, yeah. And they and they uh, worship the Machinatio Vitae. Machinatio Vitae. Machine of life. God, we should yeah. we should really uh, start a start a machine of life count too. Oh, okay. if you're gonna mm-hmm. do a Quahoon count, you you're should right. really <laughs> you should really count the number of times the that they used. Vitae. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. The number of times that they used Machinatio Vitae and Machine of Life in the same sentence. Yes. Just to be like, is everyone on board? Do we all know this what Machinatio Vitae means? <laughs> These two are the same thing. 
Sorry, were you trying to synopsize the Not yet. episode? Okay. No, there's, yeah. no, there's, no, there's no point. We just got to revel in how great this thing is. I this, liked yeah, watch it. it. I, I was just trying to Please give a little context. Please watch this show on uh, YouTube. It's Please great. watch it. Uh, okay, so so here is the blurb. This is the blurb for the episode. I don't know if it's going to help. I haven't even read it. Hammer cuts Hannah and her expedition off with an ambush. Hammer is the name of one of the bad guys. Yes. Hammer Tarhoon. Hammer Tarhoon. The names in this show rule. And his little his little buddies uh, are Wrench and Vice. And they're his brothers. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hammer, Wrench, and Vice? Of course they're all brothers. Well, sure, but... Okay. Uh, Jack synopsize the thing. <laughs> Jack heads to a burning town where he's blamed for the attack of a shivet. Wilhelmina, who is this, like evil lady governor sorry uh, say Wilhelmina. her full name please sorry yeah, you, sorry uh yeah yeah we really on. can't skip on this one her her full name of course is Wilhelmina Scharnhorst Scharnhorst <laughs> Scharnhorst <laughs> so governor Wilhelmina Scharnhorst is Who's... intent on destroying every settlement and Jack at the coast to the ocean city well, I don't know why they call it the ocean city it's the city in the sea city. yeah it's the city in uh, the sea uh Hannah mistakes Jack for a poacher Jack takes Hannah to his garage to meet Mustafa and Hermes. And Mustafa's is his friend <laughs> who... Mustafa Cairo. Yeah. Mustafa <laughs> Cairo. Who's a and... fucking hunk. He is, yeah. He definitely is. Hermes is their Allosaurus, like, guard dog that mm-hmm. Jack raised from a little baby. I don't know. And, and then he's our buddy. Jack goes off to eliminate a rampaging shivet, but instead he finds and destroys the receiver that Hammer attached to its neck, which of course was causing it to go crazy. It was some technology, mm-hmm. not nature, blah, 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 blah. Thorn in the paw. Uh-huh. And then after a long fist fight with Hammer, Jack scares off Hammer, and Jack confronts Wilhelmina with no results. <laughs> what a cool end. What a cool end to a synopsis. I don't know where you got this synopsis, but it is on the nose. <laughs> I love it when they're, oh, I, I guess I didn't even realize how much I was intrigued by this and how different it was than most of the other cartoons we've watched. Yeah. It's not like one kind of cult of baddies who are all working together. It's yeah. like separate. It's just like the world mm-hmm. is populated with shitty people. Yeah. 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 And I think There's that's like... the comic roots coming through because this was a comic uh-huh. book starting in the 80s, in the late 80s. Sure. Um, and so it had years to sort of build up a much larger mythos that then the when they made the show in 1993 they were able yeah. to kind of put together totally. something and, with a lot more heft Wilhelmina is such a different uh Wilhelmina Scharnhorst is such a <laughs> different character design than something I've ever seen yeah and she's she's old and ripped but like broad you know, yeah broad like she's like and a She's in, she's, she's, the, she's the yeah she's the meanest scariest <laughs> PE teacher. <laughs> yes, he's got a bit of a PE teacher vibe for sure. <laughs> oh with, a, with a really good mullet. Um, yeah. yeah, she really makes you want to yeah, say like, Quahoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, and I've mentioned before, I'm a really big fan of ha- of the thing they a similar thing they did in uh, uh, Cowboys of Mesa, right? Where we've got a bad guy who's in charge of the place where the good guys live like that's right. just better mm-hmm. or more interesting mm-hmm. drama than just a villain who runs around breaking things right yes. with his own team of like a couple guys yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like spiral zone or whatever it's like yeah him and and you know he's like six guys spiral zone <laughs> you guys that was uh, a really good arc yeah so this show only had six, uh, 13 episodes oh. it's a canadian production it was in 1993 94 mm. uh, it was on cbs 
uh, it shared shared airspace with like Little Mermaid and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Garfield and Friends. God so, bless. You know, it, it was it was trying really hard. A lot of people might recognize this as a game that they might have played. Uh, it was yes, a popular arcade. arcade game. Whenever I talk really? to people, I'm like, wasn't that a game? Wasn't that a, wasn't that an arcade <laughs> oh, game? And it's like it was, and many other things. <laughs> oh man, you guys! I want to go in deep on caddies and dinos because I didn't know about this before. Caddies and dinos. Before this, <laughs> what I love yeah. is caddies, caddies really, and dinos and gargs. I really thought that this show ahead of time was was going to be that you know somebody in like in their one car ca- a Cadillac somehow wound mm-hmm. up back in time and then they right. kind of have to yeah, deal yeah. with it right. But no, yeah. the the wilder thing is that it's the future and no other cars survived. Like only right. the noble Cadillac has has sort of survival of the fittest. Yeah. A car Austin. a car with no off-road capabilities uh, has has somehow made it in the wild jungles. Austin, what you, something you said earlier, I didn't realize that this had come from a comic book series, but that makes so much sense because there is just this like really amazing world building that we just sort of like drop into the middle of mm-hmm. like i'm yeah. fully i'm just fully ready to accept that there's this like the old blood hot mechanics. rod like <laughs> hot rod cadillac that is that is the mount of the old blood mechanic. yeah, yeah. Oh, my god. oh my god and just yeah all the characters all the tribes all the dinos everything the person who developed the show is oh, uh, yes. stevie need souza who is yeah. a famous writer uh, who wrote fucking Die Hard. Die wrote Hard. the script for Die Hard. What? What? Um, <laughs> and no! 48 Hours and no! Commando and The Running Man. Like most like huge movies of the 80s. Like this guy wrote the screenplay for it. So like he's not fucking around. Holy no. shit. I didn't realize that. And made I didn't, re- and I didn't realize. I didn't realize that he had written famed non-Christmas movie Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, there's one other figure attached to this show that I think. Uh, don't bring oh, your no. politics onto our podcast, Amalia. <laughs> don't add me, Rory. <laughs> Uh, I want to have a noodle fight with you. <laughs> so the other figure that's a part of the show that is going to be interesting to us as as our podcast hosts, but also longtime listeners, if you if you listen to our old Sailor Moon stuff, is that the main girl in this show, the main lady, her name's Hannah. She's voiced Hannah Dundee. by yeah, Hannah Dundee. <laughs> Hannah Dundee. <laughs> Uh, she is voiced by Susan Roman, who voiced our very favorite karate girl, Lita, in Sailor Moon. <gasps> oh, my uh, gosh. Yes. Who karate punched her, karate chopped and punched her way into our heart and, like, <laughs> ate everything and was the crazy tomboy and, like, was yeah, introduced was in great. that episode with Game Machine Joe. And <laughs> Yes. I'm just, you guys, I'm just in karate to bring out my inner Lita. Yeah. I get Deeply. it. We all have one. Yeah. It's like, it's like Sensei wants us to learn how to lead. But I just want to learn how to I lead up. <laughs> um, so if you couldn't like already tell from the quality of the writing that this was like a major Hollywood screenwriter, the show itself also feels very cinematic. Including it's so good. Including oh, they keep doing this faux widescreen widescreen bullshit. Shots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they which... turned it into anamorphic widescreen, like basically <laughs> for like scene yeah. transitions and dramatic. It's like every time something moments. cool happens, like you see like almost sheepishly the black mats creep in from top and bottom. Yeah. They're like, don't They're like, notice, but we're sorry. making this like a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny no but like but you're right that it's so cinematic like in the animation style like they use a lot of like shadows and light and a lot of like cool perspective and like the i don't know what the 
taking uh, the time to frame a shot. The mise-en-scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know what the uh, animation analog to cinematography is, but... Yeah. You just say cinematography because there's Great. nothing Cinematography else. is real good. It's real good. Yeah. 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 Uh, so who are our major players in this show? We meet Hannah first. Um, Hannah is like a scientist who's coming from the city of Wasun in the south, which I'm pretty yes. sure is supposed to be Washington, D.C. Oh. Um, <clears throat> uh. <laughs> uh, and she... I didn't put that together at all that, that we were supposed to be able to like infer things about the old world from their crazy, mm-hmm. from their crazy oh. dialect that, that remains. Well, it's also, I mean, when they, the city in the sea is very clearly and obviously New York because New they York, see, you yeah. know, see the New York public New York library. Public exactly. Library, yeah. Oh, the, I didn't. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So like the, so she and a couple other people who instantly die are, uh, are heading north to sort of try and make a, make a connection with this other human settlement because, you know, they have this very reasonable together we survive and separate we don't kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're on their way to the city in the sea, and they get ambushed by Hammer. Uh, and <laughs> I have to tell you, there is a man who I'm pretty sure she calls Chortis. <laughs> yeah, Chortis. I'm pretty sure his name is Chortis. Chortis, you're hurt. <laughs> yeah, one of his friends who's blown free. I wish he lasted longer so we could hear that Chortis. more. But yeah, like there's a whole like they they fell a tree in front of the road and their their like military van crashes and she's thrown free and she finds this guy and he sort of does the go on without me sort of thing while his leg's broken and his name's mm-hmm. Chortis. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Which yeah, I think to man. me has to mean he's coming back later. Like, you don't. That's not a throwaway <laughs> you name. You mean he's going to with Shortis and then just. Leave. You, mean, <laughs> <laughs> you mean he's going to take it slow and steady and win the race? Like, like a Shortis in the hair. <laughs> and the chair. Oh. Because his uh, leg's broken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. good. Get it? Uh, so we've got we've got Hannah and Hannah is, you know, she's she's the typical design. She's very she's very sexy. She's got the the long black hair. But she's also not like hypersexualized. Right. I'm no. way into her character design. And she's a scientist and a yep. diplomat. She's an action scientist. She's a diplomat. Po- she's got a- and she's got a crossbow that is two crossbows. And yeah. you know what? It's, I like that crossbow. It's not her fault that she just happens to have a rock and bod under all those qualifications. True facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. True facts. Yeah. And no, she's great. Please go on. I Eddie. really like her. Please she's super on. active in the story. Oh yeah. yeah. I like her a lot. Um, and so we've got her. We've got uh the big the bad the obvious bad guy. We've got Hammer Terhoon, uh, and his brothers. These these his renegades. Yeah, yeah, selling, selling a truck yeah. for fuel and tires. It's very, yeah, exactly. you know. That was really cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was great. And then uh, we have and Jack. Then, so Jack is our and, main and boy. And we, 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 the, uh, the hodgepodge of technology that exists, like he was super stoked to have just traded for a box of grenades. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we learn about we learn about radio. Like there's a discussion about like, there, so there's a radio working in the caddy. And right. it's oh, like this, this, this was, in-depth it was discussion the about like missed moment of the show, though, that uh, so we, we, we have this moment where first she's like, you know, what do you call this? Thing? Oh, this is a Cadillac. And they kind of do that joke a couple of times. And they're like, what do you, what's this? Oh, that's a radio. Oh, you guys have radio. What, what kind of station is on there? I was the whole show. All the entire um, score is just nothing but ass shredding hair metal. 
And right. I thought that he was going to flip on some rock and guitar solo. And he's like, right. unfortunately, all we've got is this one station. All and we have is conservative some... talk radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> That is literally what it is. Yeah, yeah he turned on Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's uh you know Wilhelmina Scharnhorst. It's her own like personal like radio station. We're talking, yeah, exactly. doing her like no spin zone or whatever. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, fellow citizens, I implore you to learn from our own oh. history. The days when the mechanics were important to our survival were almost a century ago. We don't need advice from that obsolete breed today. I also like, sorry, this is going back one to uh, Hannah not knowing about the mm. technology and stuff. But yeah. I loved, it was so small, but when he was like, she's like, what should I do with this? And he's like, just put it in the trunk. And then she hesitates and he's like, oh, ha, the uh, storage hatch in the back. Yeah. Like, because we don't know what cars are. No, we don't, I know we don't know what cars are, but also like, I like that everything. I don't know. That that's just so honest to like, mm-hmm. yeah, right. to like yeah. weird future dystopia where you don't know what a car is. Like, yeah, it, I mean, what well, is a trunk? But a storage hatch in the at, back. At least they don't know what like com- like like casual sort of commercial consumer yeah. cars are because they were they, driving they a here truck. In like a military be- truck, like one of those covered, yeah. like yeah. canvas covered trucks. I just want to know where they keep their junk. Yeah, yeah. Where? <laughs> if, if not, not if trunk. not the trunk, then where? <laughs> On the the floor <laughs> of the not car. The- <laughs> junk in the storage hatch in the back yeah uh yeah. so let's talk about jack jack is our is our main hunk and i think he's really cool because he's very different from all of our other big like muscle hunks that we've seen in all of cartoons. our boy scout protagonists that yeah uh, he's square jawed he's like an environmentalist voice. pacifist yeah and he's a fucking <laughs> smoke show he is a smoke <laughs> show <laughs> That's what's going like, on. He's got an ass I'd you let... could eat. You could eat dinner off of. <laughs> I'm like, I, yeah. oh. I'd let you make. He's a... I'd let you make contact with my civilization. Can we call him a caddy daddy? Yeah. Yes. We can call him a, a caddy daddy. <laughs> daddy with a caddy. Yeah. So that's Jack Ooh. Tenrack. Oh, caddy daddy. <laughs> and he's one of the last of the old blood mechanics, uh-huh. uh, which yeah, I guess which maybe maybe for. we're lizard people. They might have been lizard people. <laughs> Is that a thing that we're sort of on? Like, is that what we're thinking? Like, do we yeah, figure that he they has occasional they... visions from a toad man? <laughs> He's got yeah, a his little friend. his little spirit guide talking turtle frog monk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I guess their their whole deal is like we've said before the machinatio vitae, which is like the, the machinery of life, which I guess is just sort of a general way of saying like. You know, don't fuck with nature because it'll fuck back. Yeah, uh, that's another yeah. one where none of the none of the voice actors could agree on the pronunciation of Machinado mm-hmm. Vitae. <laughs> there were and a I, lot I of actually think ones. it's technically Machinado Vitae. I think maybe they are all fucking it up. Machinado. Like in terms of actual Latin, like because when I googled it, all I found was Machinado Vitae. Sure. I don't even know. I don't even know. It doesn't well, matter. I, it doesn't surprise me that a cartoon got Latin wrong, but. Sure. Uh, <laughs> So, so yeah, we've got those characters. We've got Mustafa, who's Jack's just sort of bu- buddy in the garage. Swift friend, his swift yeah. friend. Mustafa Cairo. <laughs> Mustafa is they is they don't really address it. It kind of makes it better very quick. He just <laughs> it runs around very yeah. fast because <laughs> he doesn't have a car. He doesn't have. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, are there any other characters that we missed? I mean, we talked about uh, Willem Sharnhorst. Sharnhorst is the dinosaur. 
the pet yeah. dinosaur. Right, Hermes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dinosaur I love the introduction of Hermes where he's like sneaking up behind Jack. Yeah, it looks and like you're he's like, going to get attacked. Jack, turn around. <laughs> and he gets then a hug. He, does, he, gets a he hug doesn't attack him. He gives him a big old Hermes bear hug. With his funny, with his funny little T-Rex hands. Yeah, such a good bear hug from such a good boy. <laughs> and this is at Jack's garage. So Jack has his kick-ass garage fortress with yeah. a bunch of other Cadillacs. Uh-huh. Uh, Obviously. And Cadillac. he can, you know, make a bunch of different cars because he's good at being a mechanic. And this is where Mustafa hangs out. So we have this sort of home base area because I guess the city and the sea is close by. But that's but also Sharn Horse. Yeah, it's full of yeah. shucky people. Mm-hmm. That's where Sharnhorst holds sway. She's one of three governors. Sharnhorst Central. And the three governors, mm-hmm. uh, the other two sort of seem to just kind of do whatever she says. Like, one of them one of them seems like, I don't know, kind of like a skeptical nerd. And the other one seems like a sassy lady. But, like, it, she clearly has power over both of them. Maybe it's that she could just beat the shit out of them whenever she wants. Scary PE teacher. Yeah. She's so yeah. scary. Um, I did love introducing the... <laughs> introducing the the governors was a mullet parade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a, it was a celebration of the diversity of mulletude. <laughs> you know yeah. what was a really mullet-hood. great moment? This is this is out, out of chronology, but we kind of we kind of uh, went over it was when yeah, Hannah and Jack yeah. meet. Uh she he's kind of ripping around having a grand old time in his Cadillac and <laughs> yeah, she's ripping around in his Cadillac. And she fires up like crossbow bolts into his car. That's kind of how they, how they, that's their me cute. Is when she yeah, pumps yeah. his car off. Yeah. Right? That's true. Uh, but, <laughs> also, uh, she's like, hey, how come I'm doing all the work? Because you shot the tire. When he's literally flipping a car. <laughs> he, did, he did pick up the car and flip it over. And she's like, not impressed. Uh, but then later he makes her change the tire. And she has a little bit of a cow about it. Like, how come I just saw you flip a car over? Why am I doing all the heavy lifting? <laughs> She's <laughs> like, like whatever, whatever. I've seen. Yeah, you shot my tires <laughs> out. She's like, yeah. whatever. I've seen Chortis do better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Chortis. Sweet we baby Chortis. Be, Chortis. be the Chortis that you wish to see in the be world. The ch- <laughs> Uh, all right. In the in the interest of, of speeding us through some of the plot that we've already, it doesn't matter, right? Like like they they get together. Hammers after Jack because uh, Governor Wilhelmine of Sharnhorst uh, is <laughs> she hates Jack. She Sorry, hates, Jack Hammer. I didn't. I had not Jack Hammer. No, but you said the hammers. After oh, Jack. Hammer Jack. Jack hammers Hammer. After I see Jack. what you're doing. <sighs> so Jack. Hammer. But Sharnhorst is looking for Jack because words Jack matter, is. Andy. <laughs> The words God damn matter. it, Amalia. <laughs> you gotta be the tortoise you wanna see in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so we'll meet after Jack. has a vaguely undescribed, like, sway in the city as being one of the old bloods. But we actually don't yes. know what his, what, his, what his political power is, which made me really intrigued. I don't know right. if he's, like, a Kennedy, if he's, if he's the virgin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know why people give a shit about the Machinadia Vitae. It, everybody yeah. sounds like it's this, like, law of the land that they can't, uh... Well... They can't violate because Sharnhorse wants to, like, industrialize the whole, like, wilds. Right. So my understanding, based on the little we're given, is that they used to listen to Jack because Jack seemed to know a lot about the dinosaurs and what they would and wouldn't do, and people were just sort of scared of them. And also, and he, he's a hottie boombalati. He's a hottie boombalati. And and so he uh, convinced them with presumably practical knowledge that, like, no, these ones aren't going to attack. This is a safe place to settle. And, like, they presumably they are uh, they have been reaping the benefits of Jack's good advice 
but it sucks for people like the capitalists who want to expand because he's like, no, 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 that's not safe. We can't keep doing this. We got to keep the nature safe for the dinosaurs. Otherwise, they will get mad, blah, 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 blah. And so she really wants to just build more machines. And uh, I guess those interests are kind of like holding more sway now that the people are kind of feeling comfortable and they want to do more shit. So yeah. that was what I read from the from the yeah, show. Right. That's a pretty that's a pretty succinct <laughs> description. In order to get what she wants, Sharnhorst has now like she's put this radio frequency again, bringing back radio is like a kind of a nice callback to what they set up before. Um, yeah, it's like using a, it's a radio a frequency. Tracker. Yeah, that is causing the dinosaur. And in this case, it's the shivet, which they've come up with all new names for dinosaurs because it would kind of sound shitty if they were like, ah, oh, look at that. Allosaurus, look at that, Dermisiomimus. <laughs> like, no, uh-huh. they've got practical names for these, you know, kind of living in this world, um, yeah. which makes a lot of sense. But the shivet is rampaging and, and killing and crushing, and it turns out it's got this this uh, machine on it that's making it berserk, and uh, yeah. nobody knows that, so they think, oh, the dinosaurs are attacking again, and so it's you know, might and as well everything Jack told away. us was obviously wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Yeah, and they so quickly turn on Jack. Yeah, they do. Right. But also, he really quickly turns on the Machinatio Vitae. <laughs> yeah, yes, he does. I, so well, like, we spent right, the we gotta... spent the first like Ill, like ten and a half minutes setting up how important and foundational the Machinatio Vitae is to. Oh wow, is that until it gets tested once. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, how 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 uh, foundational and like uh, how what what a cornerstone of their civilization the macchiato vitae is and then like at 10 minutes and 31 seconds he's like i'm turning my i'm doing something i promised i would never do like i'm turning my back on the macchiato vitae i just started writing mv in yeah my notes. <laughs> yeah that's legit yeah, yeah. Uh, he 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 thinks, you know, of course, that he has to kill this animal that's going uh, berserk because he has to protect humans as much as he wants to protect the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. But thank goodness it was because of a bad machine. And now he can just take the machine off uh, in a very exciting feat of bravery and acrobatics. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he'll, uh, you know, he'll save the dinosaur and the people. But of course, the people in power are very mad. Well, about and that it's that's up this really interesting sort of this show is not anti-technology that's in the name like the cadillac is is heavily featured as a peak as you know as a peak of human achievement like it's not yeah. just it's not just nature versus technology it's a little more subtle than that and i'm right. pretty stoked to see where it goes mm-hmm. it's also very pro quahoon very pro quahoon quahoon is just such an awkward swear word to say quahoon like you want like swear words are swear words because they're easy to say. Like fuck just comes out. It's yeah, like and it's it quick needs, and clipped. It should end with a plosive. Yeah. That's what makes it satisfying. Mm, exactly. It's, it's less of a swear and more of just sort of sounds. I mean, yeah, it's exactly. just kind of a, an exclamatory word yeah, that That's that's Jack's version of jinkies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, there's a there's a I, yeah. cool a cool moment that I really liked where uh, when was he, it w- every moment of the entire every- episode yes. because of yes. goddamn Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Uh, no, but it was it was a, a cool and maybe over dramatic moment where Jack, you know, in the moment where he thinks he has to go kill the dinosaur, and the other two, you know, Hannah and uh, and Mustafa, are are like, we're gonna come with you, and it zooms in on Jack's face, and he says, "I don't want an audience." Yeah. <laughs> 
it's like, yeah, Damn. he's going to go do something that like really upsets him and he doesn't want people to watch. Like, that's dope. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah, cool man. writing. He's so sympathetic. Yeah. How can you be so hot and so sympathetic at the same time? I don't know. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. What a good show. Quahoon. Really fun. Quahoon. Quahoon. Oh, I like <laughs> someone was talking about the danger of like having the shivit because he right he like he like takes care of the shivit yeah. <laughs> by like basically un microchipping it yeah um mm-hmm. and then it like leaves and is totally fine but then he like makes the threat that he's got the scent uh-huh. of like right. of for hammer sharnhorst like cronies um yeah that's but, a uh, cool line yeah it was good but um he talks about he's like that's not a thing that's fairy tales and he's like i'm talking 10 tons of fairy tale hammer i'm talking fangs a foot long and claws like steel hooks (laughs) writing in this is very it's more poetic and like yeah a little more evocative than other cartoons Mm -hmm. like an 80s screenwriter he said uh, like an 80s screenwriter yeah when that shivet finds you what's left of you won't even be a smear on the forest floor I wonder if you'll be one bite, or maybe two. Yeah, he's gonna be street pizza. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Yeah, and then Hammer just freaks out and rides away on his bone cycle because he has a motorcycle with bones on it. Yeah, no, it's yeah. pretty badass. Uh, yeah. And apparently, uh, uh, Jack's friends used their Cadillac to make like big growling sounds that sounded like the, the dinosaur was coming back, which is what, what scared him away. What can't the Cadillac yeah, do? Run. I tell you what, <laughs> I forget the mighty Cadillac too. We've had a pretty fun karate this week with uh, these two shows. As we say every session, I think, with Sensei. Uh, oh, um, man. I guess it's time to give uh, give some give some high level thoughts, like where we think we're going with these. What's how we felt? Where are we feeling? Uh, awesome. Yeah, man. Um, I loved both of these shows. I did not expect to be in that position, but mm-hmm. here I am, deeply like deeply invested like, in Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Deeply invested in Cadillacs <laughs> and dinosaurs and gargoyles. Oh um, god! And I'm really excited for this arc. I think uh, this is going to be super fun. Uh, Molly, I wish we could have you for every episode, but so is life. And we gotta we're gonna move and introduce this show and these shows yeah. to. Uh, uh, a whole other group of folks so you know what uh, you i'm just i appreciate that you spend your saturday mornings with me every tuesday because I, <laughs> I love to listen to you i uh yeah. i have i have a i have a sneaking suspicion i thought that like gargoyles like okay we can get guests in mid-arc and we can kind of be like okay here's what's happened on gargoyles but cadillacs and dinosaurs you're not going to need to fucking know what happened yeah, before just like jump like, in right just jump into cadillacs and dinosaurs now i think we might have to give serious explanations about both of these shows to any guests <laughs> that we want to bring yeah, on yeah we kind of really like, quahooned the pooch there uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay so Wait, this is are the we sure that i can't be here for the whole arc <laughs> <laughs> can i just I would say I'd be very quiet, but that would be a lie. <laughs> I just, God. oh my goodness gracious. What a good group of things. So so there is, I don't want to necessarily make any promises we can't keep. We had thought we were maybe just going to do five weeks simply because there's the five part preview. Or, or first we might need chunk. to watch all of Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Though. We might need to watch all of <laughs> Cadillacs and that, Dinosaurs. Yeah, that needs to happen either way. We might. And, 
it's it's it, it could line up well because if we want to do this for 13 episodes there's 13 episodes of season one of gargoyles and there were only 13 episodes of cadillacs and dinosaurs oh. so if we are still driving we have the opportunity to continue this for a while otherwise yeah. if we feel like we're kind of done with it after five we can cut it off after five boys can sure. i ask you something about this arc yeah yeah, yeah. why I know you tend to be oh, pretty so intentional about what why. shows about what shows you choose. Why the hell are these two together other than uh street pizza? Street pizza potential. <laughs> Both of them have a very old thing in a not as in a not as old time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's that's, the, like... that's the connective tissue we found for these two. <laughs> That's the interstitium. Yeah, we've got gargoyles <laughs> in new time, and then we've got Cadillacs in old time, except it's not old time, it's future time, it's but dinosaurs future. are in future time. So it's like right. it's like anachronisms yeah. the arc. All right. And all right. that's kind of all we had. We just wanted to watch these two shows. You know, no, I can't I can't blame you. Cadillacs and dinosaurs and gargoyles has a better ring than anachronism the arc. Anachronism the arc. We're we're not we're not particularly judicious about what we pair with things, but we'd like there to be something that it's not just like two random shows that we wanted yeah. to watch. Just mm-hmm. gives it a little bit more. Gives it a little bit more of a through line. So mm-hmm. our wine and cheese pairing. That yeah. yeah, exactly. We deliver to you wholesale. Yeah. So it, I hope you have enjoyed this. Please watch these alongside us if that's something that you're interested. No, just in, do it anyway. So just good. go to YouTube. <laughs> go to <sighs> Disney Plus. Just subscribe to, to Disney Plus and watch Gargoyles. And and use coupon code. We don't have one because <laughs> Disney doesn't care about us. Uh, and then go to YouTube and watch Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Andy, Big Please. Daddy Disney is listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> Big Daddy Disney is tracking your every move. All right, thank you so much for listening. This has been a new arc. It's Cadillacs and Dinosaurs and Gargoyles. Quahoon, what a fun week this has been. And uh, I hope I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. Amalia, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Holy shit. You guys. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love being here. I'm here every chance I can get. Thanks for having me. Hell yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, if you want to learn more about us, uh, you can go to sadamtuesdays.com. Uh, you can find Saturday Morning Tuesdays on all sorts of social channels. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh you can like us on your favorite pod app and give us a review. Uh, mm-hmm. You can give us five stars, which we love. Um, and you should not just can, but should. I should. <laughs> do it. I dare you. I dare you. give them five stars. You coward. How about covers it from 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 these from these four chuckleheads this week, you guys. So I think without further ado, we're going to see you next Tuesday. Damn right. Damn right. Quahoon. 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 Quahoon.